Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your free flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. Fetish Fridays. I have a good one for you today. Um, but if you want to be on the Strictly Anonymous podcast, either for Fetish Fridays or one of my regular days, I am always looking for callers. It's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody who calls into my show remains anonymous, even to me. Make up an email address, make up a name, call me from a block number. I don't really give a shit who you really are, like your name and location of where you live. But I want to hear your true story. That's really what I care about. So if you want to be on the show and talk about like your naughty secret life or your naughty not secret life or your interesting life, or if you have a problem and you're looking for some unprofessional advice because your friends just don't want to talk to you about it anymore, you can call into my show. Uh, just send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or just follow me on Instagram or Twitter. I'm at strict anonymous. That's at strict anonymous on Instagram or Twitter and DM me there. That's the quickest way to do it. If you want to call into my confessions hotline and just confess something while remaining anonymous, I changed the voices. Oh, yeah, I changed the voices on my regular episodes, too. That's the real way that everybody really remains anonymous is I change everybody's voice. Um, you could call my anonymous hotline 24-7. It's 347-420-3579. Make sure you're in a quiet place. A lot of confessions people are calling in with. I can't even hear them because uh, there's bad background noise. And so there you go. Okay, so today I have a great story for you. This guy called in, his name is Robert, and he was like, oh, you know, I've been seeing a male dom. But let me tell you, this is not a guy that was always seeing male doms. This is a guy that started out like, cross-dressing and you know at at one point he tried to fully cross-dress but then he's like I don't really like the makeup but he was into kind of dressing up and he started to see dominatrix he liked putting on sissy outfits and doing all that kind of good stuff and then in comes a guy a male dom and uh the way this male dom <laughs> got him into their quote-unquote I wouldn't say relationship situationship and what and got him to actually hook up with him and become his sub is fascinating he tells the story I personally think this dom groomed him this guy I said it on the episode was a closer okay he went in after Robert and Robert was reluctant. I mean, he went in very slowly every step of the way. He did not think he was ever going to hook up with a guy, but not only did he hook up with him. I mean, you wouldn't believe the situation that was going on at this guy's house. Okay. He has a wife. They're hardcore swingers. He's got a basement professional dungeon going on. And he, like I said, is a professional. The way he got Robert to not only submit that one time, but, you know, fully get into guy on guy action. He kept going back, still with them to this day. He talks about the wife. He talks about the threesome kind of situation that went down for his birthday and what they bought him and what he wear, wore and all that kind of good stuff. It is fascinating. Okay. The whole story is fascinating. Half of it is the build up to him 
being coaxed into this situation to begin with. And then the second half is him in the situation and what goes down. There's a lot of details in this one. And it's truly fascinating. You're not going to complain that I interrupted him at all because I just had to sit there and listen because he told the story really well. Does that make sense gra- grammatically speaking? <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to be right back on Robert. This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Hi, Robert. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. No, thanks for calling in. It's kind of funny. I mean, I, you know, these aren't going to air at the same time, but I did actually just tape a Dom who sees like straight guys on the side, you know, he's a gay Dom actually. And he sees, you know, straight men, married men. And, you know, your email started out to me like I've, I'm a guy and I've been seeing a Dom and blah, blah, blah. But, and I was like, Oh my God, what if it's the same fucking guy? <laughs> but then you're like, but I also <laughs> know his wife. And I was like, Oh, this isn't the same Dom. This is a straight guy. Who's oh. like seeing, guys on the side and I already had a million questions like does his wife know blah 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 so anyway why don't you tell me your story um, I don't know how far back you want me to start but um, basically you're just a pretty kinky guy um, have had a lot of different adventures over the years and um, always enjoyed I, I, I had a uh, like in college I had a kinky girlfriend and we experimented a lot and kind of tried different things and everything. And um, even before that, when I was even younger, I it was just kind of kinky and, and learning, learning about things. Uh, and then after college, I kind of missed that. So I ended up starting to see different professional doms and, mm-hmm. and uh, female doms. And I did that quite a bit. I ended up like there was one, one uh, dom, I ended up seeing her for like several years, we became very good friends. And um, it was an interesting kind of thing because sometimes I would do sessions and pay. And then other times I had to do stuff for her, like at her house or whatever, and maybe get a little bit of a session and trade. But we were definitely friends, um, but also a business relationship, if that kind of makes sense. But she was really cool. She was really cool because she would always kind of push my limits a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, always was kind of, you know, just trying different things and stuff, but there was, so I learned a lot of things that I ended up liking with her, you know, that I didn't, didn't know I'd ever really like. And, um, and then I played with other doms, you know, where I live, there's a lot of places that have, um, like professional dungeons where you don't even have to make an appointment. You can just walk in and they'll have a couple of doms on duty and you can set up a session right then and there and play with them. And I did that. I've done that over the years a lot and seen quite a few different, um, you know, and it always has um, like a kind of a, a flair to like dressing up and some bondage and playing and those kind of things. Cause that's what I did with my first, you know, kinky experience with my girlfriend in college that ended up all around um, panties and oh, okay. I bought her some panties. Mm-hmm. I bought her panties and she didn't like them. There were these satin panties and she's like, you know, I like cotton panties. I was like, well, I like satin ones. And she said, then you should wear them. So we kind of laughed. I put them on and we both loved it. Wow. It was okay. Like, okay. This mm-hmm. is kind of cool. So then I'll never forget. We were in her dorm and, I had those on and within 20 minutes, she's digging through her drawer and luckily I'm I'm kind of a small guy and luckily we basically were the same size. So within about 20 minutes, she had like different lingerie things out. She's like, I want you to try this on. I want you to try this on. And I just kind of went with it. Like, you know, it's just kind of fun and everything. So um, we ended up having, we, we, ended up having sex a lot when I was wearing her lingerie and we both liked it. And I was like, this is really cool, you know, and, and the fact that I could, I could put all this stuff on, everything was, was fun. And she started liking it more to the point where uh, it was funny. Like the, the, when we uh, turned just right after we turned 21, everybody wants to go to Las Vegas 
So we went to Las Vegas and everybody thought we were going there to gamble. And the reason we went there was because we had found a place that they did like makeovers for guys to turn them into girls. Oh, really? And uh, yeah, it was like the the whole place, they specialized in that. So I was up for it. I was like, I want to see too. And she's like, I'm not good enough at makeup, but I want to see it and everything. So we had this whole trip. It was just so cool planned out Mm -hmm. about, you know, what what I was going to wear and we were going to go do. Then we were going to get dressed up and go out. And after, you know, I was dressed and everything. So we went to this place. I was kind of nervous, but not too nervous because it was like a commercial establishment. The, the the lady there, I mean, that's what she did. She turned guys into girls. What was the name of it? With makeup. Do you remember? Um, I think it's still there. It's in Vegas. It's still there. It's like male to female transformation or something like that. I can't remember, but I believe it's still there. Okay. Um, and she was she was just really a very very nice lady and really put put us at ease, you know, and and. Went there. She did all the makeup. It took quite a while, and I remember sitting in the chair, and she's doing all the makeup, and uh, I couldn't see in the mirror. And then uh, they both picked out a wig for me to put on, and they were talking about it, and they were having fun, just kind of chit chatting and everything. And and I back up. I they ended up. Uh, I was just wearing like just regular clothes, but we had brought in a regular, like nice looking girl's outfit that we had bought together that I remember it was like a polka dot skirt and a white blouse and everything. So it was, it was really cool that, you know, like we're going to try this. So she did all the makeup. It took like an hour and put it on me and put the wig on me and everything. And then turned around, I was blown away about what I looked like. Mm-hmm. And we ended up, uh, I got dressed and I felt really pretty comfortable, uh, the way the whole thing looked and everything. And so that we walked around in some of the casinos like that, went back to the room and ended up, we were both really horny and we had sex and it was a lot of fun, but it was when we were done, we, I remember we talked about it and I remember I was in the bed. I didn't have a wig on anymore and some of the clothes, but most not. And I had my makeup all over my face and everything. And she's like, so what do you think? And I remember we both were like, it was cool, but it's more about the clothes. It wasn't like, I just didn't want to do the makeup anymore, but it was always the, the clothes and, lingerie and stuff so so then when i we we ended up moving on our separate ways and then when i started playing with doms it was always about sissy outfits and that kind of stuff but not about getting completely made up just outfits and the the feminization part of it the Uh you know made outfits and real frilly stuff and that usually goes along with some type of humiliation so there was that the one dom that I played with for a long time, she had a lot of subs and I remember she kept telling me, you know, we're going to uh, bring a, another guy and another sub. And, you know, you guys are going to have to at least be in the same room. And I was just like, I'm just not into it. You know, it's not, I, it's just nothing I want to do. I, no thanks. You know, and she always respected that. She'd tease me about it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I know one time when I got there to do a session, she, there was a guy that she was dating and he was there, and we, I remember we talked, but I was just in normal clothes, and he knew I was there to do a session, but didn't know what kind of session or whatever. And I remember that was, that was like, almost more. I almost had to, like, not do the session because, like, just stop my thing. I don't want to, you know, this is not what I want to do. And then at the the bondage, uh, like, the dungeons, sometimes there's, like, a guy there, you know, I mean, I think there's probably always a guy there somewhere, you know, for like security or something, but right. sometimes I'd see a guy like at the front desk or whatever, and they were always, you know, that's what they worked for, so they didn't, it didn't really, you know, not good or bad or anything, it was just like, that's just part of the business, um, and I know one time when I was doing a, a session at the at the place, we were going to go from one room to another, and I was wearing like a, a dress, and heels and everything and we wanted to go to another room that had different equipment and we went walking down the hallway a guy who worked there was at one end of the hallway and i was just like mortified i was like you know and it was dark and got in there and i mean it kind of threw off the session i was like it's just not my thing i just i was just almost too embarrassed you know about having like you know it was like something i wanted to do with female doms and for whatever reason you know and and they were always cool about it 
good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. So then fast forward, you know, up until about, you know, maybe, I guess, almost seven, eight months ago now, I had never done anything with, you know, a guy or a male dom or anything. And I've read the stories about the forced buy and all that. And I don't mind it. It's just not my thing. Yeah. So uh, it's, but it's always like, there's, there's a, a lot of stuff. They call it, uh, I can't remember what the acronym is. It's, uh, it's CF. And I'm closed, clothed female, naked male. I always thought those were really cool stories where there's a bunch of, of women, and then maybe the the male is is like they say naked, but I always thought you know being dressed up and all that. Those were always cool stories. So, but on my set life, I ended up posting some pictures from that I had taken of myself, and then one of the doms took me took pictures of of me one time and kind of dressed up in different things. And I just posted like the, the bottoms of those, like kind of anonymously on my set life. And I'd get different, you know, sometimes, you know, hey, cute, cute outfit, nice, mm-hmm. whatever. And they were from guys. And I always just, you know, was like, whatever. And I'd just delete it. But, you know, nice compliment, but I'd delete it. And then one day a while back, I get a, a thing and and uh, it was from a, a, a guy and it said, those are really cute panties. You know, and, and I, for whatever reason, I replied back, thanks. And I don't even know why. I was like, whatever, thanks. Right. So then he he, te- he sends me another email and says, you know, do you have a lot of different things or ask some questions? And I'm like, whatever, you know. So I, I answer him. And so then we end up being online at the same time. So as soon as I answer him, he's already typing back. So we sit there and we type back and forth for 20 or 30 minutes. And I'm sitting there thinking how odd that I'm sitting there telling some dude, you know, about how big my panty drawer is and all the different stuff I have and everything. So then he, you know, but it was, I was like, yeah, I'm bored. And it's kind of cool. So then he says, you know, I'd love to see what all you have. And I've I've looked at his profile and his profile. um, He's got a lot of pictures of, of, his like dungeon that he's got set up in his basement, um, you know, a lot of equipment and like high end stuff, like not just cheap stuff, like high, like stuff you would see at a professional dungeon that I've been to and pictures of, of women in his dungeon. And, um, it said on his first thing that he was a, a dom and then he says he's a swinger and he's, um, mostly straight, but, you know, different, you know, likes different things. And so I was looking through all of his fetishes and stuff and he liked cross dressers. So I was like, yeah, you know, it's kind of fun talking to him. So we keep talking and that ends it. And then over the next week or two, we talked several more times on, on that, on set life, just on emails. And then one day he's like, Hey, why don't you give me a call? I'm tired of typing. And I'm like, I'm not going to talk to some guy. (laughs) Yeah. I kind of think about it for a while and everything. And then he sends another one. He's like, well, he said, I don't know if you're still on, but, um, you know, I'm going to be here all evening. You know, give me a call if, if you feel like talking. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. No, thanks. So I, th- that was like in the afternoon. And then that evening, I, you know, done everything. And I was like in bed and I'm kind of flipping through my phone. And I start thinking about it and I'm like, huh, I'm kind of bored, you know. I'll call this guy just as, you know, I'm bored and just, so I call him and and we start talking and 
he's really smooth. He's like just pretty normal guy and, and just having a conversation where really didn't talk anything about fetish at all. We were talking actually about, there was a, uh, it was, it was like right at the end of the, the Stanley cup of, of that. We were talking about the hockey game that was going on and he liked it. And, uh, I kind of, I know a little bit about it, you know, so we kind of talked about that, like just all regular stuff and didn't talk about anything, but it's, it's kind of, but he was really smooth. So I was like, ah, oh, pretty, pretty cool guy, you know? So, we ended up hanging up, and I remember laying there thinking, well, that was kind of weird that this guy knows that I like to, you know, wear all these clothes and do this stuff. Um, and, and I just talked to him, like, just a regular conversation, you know. So then he ends up, he, he texts my number and says, hey, you know, I hope you don't mind if I text you. It was nice talking to you. You know, we should talk again. And I'm like, okay, sure. So a couple of days later, you know, he texts me, hey, I haven't heard back from you. Um, you know, you want to give me a call or something. So I'm like, no, I really, you know, I don't know why, I don't know why, you know, but I don't, all right. So I, I call his number and we start talking. And then this time he's like, Hey, you know, I've looked at your pictures. Have you looked at mine? And I said, yeah. And in his pictures, there's no pictures of him at all. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, you know, it looks like you got really nice equipment, you know, in your dungeon. It looks like you have, a, so he explains basically that him and his wife are swingers and that they have like like swinging parties at their house occasionally. He said they used to have a bunch of parties at their house. I guess they're really well known in that community. And but she's not into any of the BDSM stuff. And he said, but you know, she's obviously really open minded. And he said, and we were talking to him about the whole swinging thing because I I've never done anything like that. But mm-hmm. pretty interesting to hear about it. So we talked a lot about swinging, and and he was telling me about. You know, and I even asked him, I was like, so do you hook up with guys and girls? And he's like, no, in that lifestyle, he said, just girls. And he's like, you know, so he said, I, I, you know, I, I'm a, he said, I'm probably bi, but, you know, it's just always girls. And he said his wife was, was bi. And he said that he didn't mind his wife. I remember asking him, like, so she hook up with guys? And he's like, oh, all the time. And he's like, it doesn't bother me a bit. You know, it's pretty sexy. She's happy, you know, and he's, he's telling me I, there's guys that come over to the house and he said there's sometimes that they're just in the bedroom by themselves. And he was like, cool with it. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, you know, pretty open minded. Yeah. He said, and he said, and also he said, then sometimes I have people in the basement and I play with them, you know, and she's, you know, she doesn't care. She doesn't, really, you know, so he's telling me all about that. And I'm like, what a weird, you know, thing, but he's so nonchalant. And then there's enough, like, stuff like he even tells me the name of their their swingers like club and they have a web page and so I mean, it's pretty legitimate so we hang up that conversation and it was just kind of my mind like wow what a what a cool lifestyle that you know they're just whatever the whatever they want to do it's like it sounds like they're good with each other you know let them so like the very next day he sends me a text and said so when do you want to come visit my dungeon I was like, fuck, <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I remember just being like mortified. I read that text over and over because, you know, I thought, of course, I'm not going to. But for some reason, I kept thinking, I actually might go to this and, and see this guy, you know. And it was so I, I kept uh, reading the text. Finally, I text him back and I'm like, you know, what is it that you want to do? And he said, well, I've read your your fetishes and you've read mine. And he said, there's a lot in common, so we could have fun. And he does, he's pretty nonspecific. And so I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so he said, well, think about it, you know. And the next day he's like, so you want to come over on Saturday night? <laughs> I'm like. He knows how to close <laughs> the deal, okay? This guy is a closer, yeah. okay? Yeah. He's a fucking closer. <laughs> yeah. That's smart. Yeah, Wait, so that's I'm, a smart tactic. Like he's giving you the time in the day. <laughs> yeah. So, and this is like, I think it was on a Thursday. Yeah. So I remember all day long, I had, I haven't responded back, and but I hadn't said I hadn't said no, but I was like, you know, I'm not going to do that. You know, yeah. it's not not my thing. So I, I hadn't said no or anything. You know, so I just kind of ignore it all day. So then he text me again on my phone and he said you know obviously uh, you're thinking about it you know and he said i take no news as good news he said so i've blocked off saturday night for you 
I hope this will work out or something to that effect, you know, like puts a little more pressure, but not, not bad pressure, just like, like pretty, pretty cool about it. He's like, it'd be fun if this, if we can make this work. So I, I didn't answer him all that day. So then on, on the next day, that must've been a, a Friday, I think. And he's like, so, um, you know, are you coming over tomorrow night? So I remember I'm holding my phone, I'm looking at it and I'm going to put in, you know, thanks, but no thanks. But I, I type thanks and then I type, uh, is seven still good or something? I can oh my God. Hilarious. I and, I, and, and I'm like, holy fuck, you know, and, and I, he was like, I, I know, and I'm sure every Dom you talk to, there's flaky guys, you know, and I know I was guilty a couple of times of, I set appointments with Doms and I chickened out. And so I was thinking with this guy, cause he'd been pretty cool to talk to. I was like, I don't want to have him make a point, you know, a, a, a time for me on a Saturday when it sounds like they have a lot going on and me screwing up a Saturday. I just didn't want to be that guy. So, so then I was like, all right, and then I'm going to tell him, you know, I can't do it. You know, can't, sorry, thanks, whatever. He texts back and he's like, yeah, seven's good. He's like, uh, tomorrow, he said, tomorrow I'll give you your directions or whatever. And, and this is the area of town I'm in. So you can plan your drive and I'll give you all the, all your directions tomorrow. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I'm thinking tomorrow early in the morning, I'll tell him, Hey, thanks, but no thanks. That way you can still do something. Well, then in the morning he texts me and he's like, I prefer mostly white. And I'd like, you know, you to have a new outfit on for me to show me that, you know, that you want this and, you know, like a whole bunch of directions. It was a long text. And he's like, and I'll see you at, you know, at seven and we'll, you know, we'll get to know each other. And so, and he even said, you know, I prefer you to go buy, you know, I wanted to give you time to go shopping today or something like that. So I remember thinking, well, I'm not going to go shopping. I've got stuff and I'm not going to go anyway. So next thing I know, I'm, at the mall. <laughs> oh my God, luckily, so funny. Luckily, with because I'm I'm just not I, I can find a lot of stuff that fits me. Yeah. So I'm not very big. So so I remember I walking around the mall, and of course, you know, it's like a, a magnet right to Victoria's Secret, and I love that store anyway. And so I'm in there walking around, I'm looking at things, and and I'm like specifically looking for white things because mm-hmm. right? he said he prefers white i'm like and i'm sitting there thinking this is bizarre you know i'm not really going to do this but it'd be fun to to buy the right outfit you know before i cancel it'll be fun to buy the right outfit because i'm going to cancel one <laughs> you know but but either way it'd be cool just to know you know that I've, so you know i'm kind of looking around and all of a sudden you know when i find like lingerie that i like it it just pops out so i find this beautiful it's panties and a garter belt and it has like a, a like a corset top and it's all one real nice outfit and so i was like i'm gonna buy that because i want it anyway but you know not because he's ever seen it i want it you know and i thought maybe i'll just send a picture and say i got this but i'm not coming over and thanks bye and, and so i buy it and then i remember thinking well maybe at the most, I'll go over there. I'll let him see this outfit, and I'll tell him thanks, and we'll leave. <laughs> so I remember I was sitting there trying it on at home, and I'm sitting there looking in the mirror thinking, well, I hope he likes it. And it was just, I was like, I can't wrap my head around. Why do I, what am I doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kept thinking, I'm, I'm not going to go, you know, but, you know, here I you know, here I am. So then as the time was looking, to, when, this is what time I'd have to, like, you know, take a shower and get ready and then drive over there and all that. That time's getting closer. So I'm in the shower and I'm taking a shower and I'm like, well, I'll just drive over there. But you know, when I, and I still have his address. He said, when you get to this place, text me and you'll be close. So I was like, when I get there, I'll text him and tell him, Hey, you know, I changed my mind. So I drive, long story short, I, so I drive. I get no, I love how you're dragging. No, 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 I, but I love how you're dragging this out <laughs> in every step of the way. You're like, I'll just, you know, I'll take oh, a shower, was, but, you know, just to get clean because I'm not really going, but you're still yeah. fucking going. I love it. It's hilarious. Yeah, so I, I put on the, the stockings and, and 
I put everything on and then I just put jeans over over everything and a t-shirt and then I had a backpack and I put some high heels in the backpack and a few other things in the backpack and then uh, put it would go to the car I drive and then I text him and he texts back right away and he gives me the address and he says it's you know this is the the neighborhood but there's no parking he said so park up you know on this corner there's parking and then you walk up it's you know to this house and he said the front door is open go in the front door and you know right to the the left is the basement door go straight to the basement uh get you know get ready and i'll be down when i'm down and i'm like so i go and i drive by the house first and it's a nice house and i'm thinking well all right been here but i'm gonna leave so i park and i'm sitting there you know there's no way I'm going to get and walk up to this house. And I thought, well, I'll just walk up there, but I'll knock on the door and talk to them. I get to the door and the, the screen door is closed, but the front door is open. And I'm like, fuck, you know, what should I do? You know? yeah. And he said, just walk in. So I, so I open up, you know, this house I've never been to. I open up the door. I walk right down the basement and it's the picture that I've seen. It's got, he's got like two rooms, really nice rooms, and really nice setup of a lot of nice stuff. They put a lot of money into it, but it feels like the house is like empty. Mm-hmm. So, and I've never seen this guy. I don't know what he looks like. I don't oh, know anything right. about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even know how old for sure he is. I yeah. think he's older than me, but so I remember out of all the crazy kinky things I've done that by far, I mean, my heart's pounding and I'm just down there and I'm like, well, I should just leave. Well, and I realize I'm unbuttoning my pants. I'm taking oh, off my, my clothes. I'm standing here. <laughs> I'm standing here in this, this white outfit and I'm putting my high heels on and I'm thinking, well, I hope he likes it, you know? And mm-hmm. I'm just like, so, so by now I'm just like, fuck it. You know, I can, you know, I'm going to try this and I really hope he likes it. And now I was kind of into it, and I was like, just kind of like, all right, this is going to be cool, and you know, I, I hope I hope this is it. I'm sitting there looking in the mirrors and everything. Well, then finally I hear some walking around upstairs, and I hear that, and I'm like, I mean, my heart's just fucking pounding. I'm like, oh god, oh god, oh god, yeah. So then finally I hear like walking down the stairs, but it's like not, it's like, you know, step, step, step. I'm like, oh. Please, <laughs> finally, you know, at the bottom of the stairs, here this guy comes walk around the corner, and he's wearing like just just like gym clothes, nothing fancy, and walks right up, right up to me, and says my name, and I remember like, oh my god, <laughs> like I can't believe I'm here, and as he gets close, he like gets way closer than than you would normally get, and he's basically almost talking in my ear. And he's like, hey, I'm glad you made it. You know, this, we should have some fun and, and just relax and we'll have fun. And I was said, uh, okay. And he's like, okay, sir. <laughs> I'm like, um, yes, sir. So then he reaches like over and he just grabs the front of my panties. And he's got his hand, just he's just holding his hand there. And I remember I kind of like winced a little bit. And he said, are you nervous? And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I am nervous. And he just keeps holding on to my, my panties and he doesn't say another word. And I feel myself starting to kind of hard. And he said, you don't feel that nervous. And I remember I was so fucking embarrassed. I was like, oh my God, I can't, I can't believe this. And I'm like trying to not get a heart on, mm-hmm. which is not possible. You know? so, yeah. So I'm just standing there and I, I, I probably the most almost the most like naked, even though I wasn't, I've ever felt just, and he just had this, this presence, you know, like this dominating presence. And I was like, Holy fuck, you know, I can't believe I'm here, but I was like, this is kind of cool. So he said, you know, let's get you tied up. And I was like, you know what? That sounds cool. Cause I love being tied up. Mm-hmm. So we walk over to this chair. He's got a chair and there's ropes hanging on a wall right behind it. And he's very, very good at what he does. I've been tied up a lot, but within just, 
a couple of minutes, my hands are tied really tight to the back of this chair and I can't, I can't move at all. And I mean, he's really good at what he does and, but not like pinching tight, just like this guy knows how to tie ropes. I was like, that's, that feels good. Mm-hmm. So then he said, can I blindfold you? I said, sure, you know, that's that's cool. So he puts this blindfold on me. And I've had blindfolds on me, but they're always like, you know, you can kind of look down under your nose a little bit and all that. He puts this blindfold on it. It's like a padded blindfold, and everything's black. I can't see anything, mm-hmm. nothing at all. And I was like, well, that's kind of a cool feeling because I've never been that. You know. So here I am sitting in this chair, and he's the only thing we had talked about was I told him, you know, I don't want a whole lot of pain. I'm just not into that. And he's like, I don't like to give a lot of pain. He's like, I just like to play and be sensual and, you know, tease and, and tease and deny all that kind of stuff. So I was like, that sounds like, you know, a lot of fun. So he ties my legs down real tight. And then my legs are kind of spread open a little bit. And he said, are you still nervous? And I'm like, yeah, I'm really nervous. And we hadn't talked, all we talked about was I didn't want a lot of pain. We hadn't talked about anything else and I knew other shit could be on the table. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know where I stand with anything. You know, I just, I can't believe I'm here and you know, I'll just play those, you know, if, if anything else comes up, I'll just play it by ear. And, and, and he seemed like, you know, so he's asked me what, what are you nervous about? And I said, I don't know. I just don't know what all is going to happen. Well, then I can feel he's standing in front of me, but he's not touching me. And then I just feel his thumb like on my chin and he kind of pushes my, my mouth open and he puts his dick right in my mouth. Oh my goodness. And I remember. And I remember I knew exactly what it was. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it wasn't hard. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. It wasn't hard at all. And it just like sets it in my mouth and I can smell him and I can obviously kind of taste and my mouth, I still have my jaw open, and I'm like, oh, my God. This, you know, I thought we were going to talk about this. <laughs> and he said, this is what you're nervous about. And I just sat there, and he just, he doesn't move. He doesn't say another word, and we're just sitting there. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I kind of close my mouth a little bit, and I start moving my tongue, and he backs up, and he starts laughing, and he said, you're a natural. <laughs> He's like, yeah. you're not nervous about that. <laughs> And my, like my fucking head was spinning. And he said, the great thing is, he said, is you're going to be begging for that. And I'm like, no. And he said, you've already, you've done it now. He said, so the seal's broken. He said, you could do that for the rest of your life. Or he said, you're, you know, and he's giving me a hard time about it. And he's like, don't worry, you'll be begging for it. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't think so, but okay. So then he, he like does all kinds of different stuff and I mean he was really good he like he did all kinds of teasing and and some clothes pins and some you know a little bit of spanking and nipple play and he did a whole bunch of stuff to my cock that you know I'd be really super hard and then I wasn't and he I mean he just made my fucking head spin and um I didn't we hadn't talked about how long we were going to play so I lost track of time I was blindfolded the whole time and I was just blindfolded and moved around. And he tied me different ways, standing up, laying down. And I mean, it, he was, it was a lot of fun. It was, and I really was into it. I was like, this is fucking cool. And he had vibrators and all kinds of toys and, and some things hurt and some didn't. And, and even the few things he said, you know, remember, he kept telling me, remember what you like so you can tell me when we're done. He said, because next time will be better. And I'm thinking, I don't know if there's going to be a next time, but I'm just going to enjoy it now. Right. And so I'm, the whole time, I'm, I'm, I just kind of relaxed. I was really getting into it. And then he had me late. I was kind of stretched out on like a, a table, like a padded table. And I was all stretched out. And he like comes over and he, he pulls me forward a little ways. So like my head's right at the very end of the table. And... Then he takes the, the blindfold off me and he had turned the lights down quite a bit, but it still seemed really bright because I've been blindfolded for so long. I don't know how long we've been playing. And he's standing there. Now he doesn't have any clothes on. And he's standing right in front of me and he's rubbing like this kind of, it's 
on one side it's scratchy on the other side it's real soft kind of you know rag or something on his hand you know like a glove and he's rubbing it on my back and in one direction it kind of hurt and in the next direction it was really soft and felt good and he was just kind of doing that and he was going and he'd go all the way down he'd touch my butt with it and and i still was wearing my outfit and he'd kind of touch that you know and, and kind of push the, the top of the panties down and do that and it felt really good and then every time he did that he'd kind of lean into me so his, his like dick was getting like closer to me and he's kind of like half hard so one of the times as he did that he kind of bumps right in my face i open up my mouth and i kind of like reach out to as much as i could and he stands there and i'm trying like to to like put it in my mouth and he won't move he won't get any closer and i remember i'm like leaning for it. i'm trying to like stick my tongue out and i barely touch it with my tongue and he laughed and he said i told you you were gonna beg for it yeah, <laughs> like fucking guy. Remember, oh my god <clears throat> he's a professional he's yeah boundary pusher groomer. oh yeah and, yeah <laughs> and my my head was spinning so much and i felt so good yeah because I, mean, I was just the endorphins and all that so i'm sitting there and i'm still kind of adjusting to the light and i'm just looking at this cock and i'm like put it in my mouth and i'm like hey you know lean forward a little bit and he said i told you you're gonna beg for it and i'm like okay you know yeah look, please you know come forward he's like that's not begging so i'm like okay please pretty please he's like no i can't hear you so he keeps doing that he like it's like teasing me and he's still doing the thing on my back, which I, it just, I was so, cause I'd been, he'd used like a flogger. So all my skin is so sensitive that everything he did felt, you know, really like the scratching kind of hurt. And then the soft felt really good. And he was just keeping me in that kind of state of, of, you know, just kind of that euphoria. And every time he'd do that, he'd get kind of closer to me. And I kept saying, stop, please. And he's like, you know, I can't hear you. So I was getting louder. So pretty soon he's standing back and he's just looking at me and he's like louder. So it was like almost out of body because I'm laying there and he's, he's saying louder, louder. And I am screaming, please, sir, can I suck your cock? And I'm screaming. Wow. And I'm like, this is bizarre. Right. It's like, I, this isn't something I thought of. But at the time, I really, really wanted to. And I was like. I've never done that before, but I was like, I'm looking at, I'm thinking this is what I want to do to it. I wanted just, and I'm tied up real tight. I'm like, Oh fuck. You know? And I'm like, like screaming for it. So he gets me off the table and he ties my hands up above my, my head. And I thought he, that was going to happen then. And he does some more stuff and, and then he kind of walks by and he's kind of bumping into me with his cock. And I said, you know, if you lower me, you know, I'll try and make you happy. And he's like, well, you got to ask for it. So now I'm standing up. I'm screaming really loud. I'm literally begging him to, to untie me so that I can suck his cock. And I'm screaming it. And that's what he kept saying, louder, louder, louder. So I'm like screaming. It. I'm like, how bizarre is this? That I'm, I'm, and I was like, out of all the cool stuff that he was doing, that was what I wanted the most. And it was just, my head was spinning. So he ends up untying me completely. And kind of stands there for a minute and he's like, Hey, you know, we're done. You've done fantastic. You know, hope you had fun. And I mean, my head's still spinning. And I remember he kind of reached down cause he had pulled my panties down and my cock and everything had been out of them. He had tied up my cock and balls at different times and everything. So I wasn't even hard then, but I remember he reaches down and he pulls my panties up and he's kind of looking at him. He said, if I remember right, your cock was going this direction, like tucks my cock in the, the same direction it was from the very beginning of the night. And I was like, this guy pays attention to details. You know? so yeah. He's like fixes my panties and I'm just standing. I'm not tied up. I'm just standing. I'm letting this guy adjust my, my panties and my garter. And, and I'm like, Oh fuck. And I didn't, by then I wasn't even really embarrassed about the outfit or anything. I was like, this guy is cool. So uh, he walks, he's like, you know, Hopefully he had fun and everything. And then he kind of steps back and he said, you know, do you want some water? And I was like, you know, yeah, I'd love some water. So he walks over and he sits down on, on his, he's got like a love seat. And he said, there's water right there. And he's got like a, a you know, water thing. So I remember I walked over and I got the water. I took a sip. 
I turned around and I walked right over to his love seat, spread his legs and just started blowing him and was just like, I mean, it was like in a trance. I just couldn't, couldn't wait to get over there and couldn't, and he, he went with it. And I remember I just sat there and I mean, I, I just, it was the first time I had done it and it felt like I'd done it a thousand times. And, and then I even, I could tell when he was almost getting close and I remember I even slowed down a little bit because I was like, I don't want this to stop yet. And I was, and I remember at the back of my head thinking, you know, who are you? <laughs> How is right. this happening? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like a third person and, looking in at yourself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, but I, 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 you know, was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And then I could even tell that I was like rock hard too. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is, you know. So then finally, as I could tell, you know, I could like feel that he was getting close and he tells me, you know, I'm going to come. And I thought, and I'd be even thinking, you know, am I going to swallow? What am I going to do? And then I thought, I just, I don't think I can swallow. So remember I, I pulled it out and I was like kind of holding the base of it and it shot, he kind of moved my hand a little bit and it shot onto my, like my cheek and then a whole bunch on my shoulder and on my, on my chest, but there was some on my cheek and uh, he kind of like rubbed himself, finished it off and sat there. And I was like, I can't believe this, <laughs> I can't believe this happened, but I could tell right when he came that he just wasn't that horny anymore because I, I was still, and I was like still in this euphoria and he's like, you know, I don't know. He said something about, you know, good job or whatever. And I was like, this is just so bizarre. So I'm sitting there and I could smell his cum on me and I'm like, Oh fuck. So I stand up and there's a roll of paper towels on top of the water cooler thing. And I walk over and I grab the towels. And he goes, what are you doing? I said, I was going to wipe it off. He said, the fuck you are. Said, Don't move. <laughs> so he said, put those down. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> he said, you're not wiping anything off. So I'm standing there and I've got this on me. And it's on like my, my top that I would have on. There's lace on the top of it and it's kind of sticking to that. So it's, it's, I'm standing there. I was going to wipe it off. And he's like, no, you're not wiping it off. You, you leave that on. And he said, do you want to go and have a beer? And I was like, you know, yeah, that sounds, that sounds cool. And I thought he meant like go somewhere and have a beer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? That sounds cool. Just to kind of think about all of this. And he was, he was, a, he was a cool dude, you know, like real smooth. So I was like, you know what? I, I think that'd be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So he walks over and I folded my clothes and everything. And he picks up my clothes and my backpack and he just walks upstairs and he's naked. So I'm standing there and he's like, come on. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'll get dressed upstairs. Mm-hmm. But we walk upstairs and we go to the, we walk into the kitchen and the, he opens up the, he's opens up the refrigerator and there's a couple of beers, you know, they pull that beers and he's like, we'll have a beer here. But by that time, his wife comes walking in <laughs> and she was home the whole time. And I had no idea. I hadn't heard anybody else. They were saying about that. She comes walking down and he introduces us. <laughs> I'm and sorry, but I'm, I'm obsessed with your story. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> I, I'm just standing there, yeah. and I'm I'm wearing this outfit that any other time I I liked having women see me dressed like that. Yeah. But now I'm mortified that she knows I got dressed up for her husband like this. So I'm. It's it's like a complete 180. Where any other time I'd be mortified that some guy saw me like that. Now I'm completely mortified that she knows that I got dressed like I'm still wearing these high heels. Yeah. And I've got cum on my face and on my shoulder. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my God. Her husband's cum. Oh and, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And she, so, so I'm just fucking mortified. I'm like, I cannot believe this is fucking happening. I am so embarrassed. So he hands me the beer and then he walks down the hallway to like where their bedrooms are. So now I'm just standing there with just her mm-hmm. and I'm so embarrassed and she laughs and she kind of puts her finger in this cup that's on my, my shoulder and she puts her finger in and then licks it off and said, well, it sounds like you got what you were begging for. Wow. Cause she could hear me. I've been down there yeah. screaming. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to say. I was just kind of quiet and she just laughed and she said, this is a crazy house. She said, you'll get used to how crazy it is. And I'm like, Holy fuck. I, I'm never coming back. I'm so embarrassed. You know, I just, I was 
just mortified. And I couldn't believe how mortified, like I was wishing he'd come back because, and it was exactly the opposite of normal. So and she was really, really super nice. So then he comes back, we talked for a little bit and, uh, I said, you know, I think I'm going to get going. And he's like, he said, yeah, that sounds good. So as I get ready to leave, I go and I'm looking for paper towels again. And he said, I told you, you're not wiping it off. It's still on my cheek. So I put my t-shirt on and he said, when you put your shirt on, do not let that come off. So I put my t-shirt on and I was going to take the top off. And he said, put your t-shirt on over there. I'm standing in the kitchen getting dressed in front of them. So I put my t-shirt on and the cum just soaks right through. It's, it's still sticky. So, but you can still kind of see it. So you can see like this like stain on my shoulder and I've got it on my cheek and uh, I get all dressed. And then he tells me, he goes, here's your final thing. He said, you need to go to a convenience store. And he said, and I want a picture. You're going to text me a picture of you standing there talking to the clerk at the convenience store. He wow. said, you can tell the clerk you have to send a picture. I'm like, yeah, thanks. All right. Bye. <laughs> so I get in the car and, and I'm sitting in the car for a while and I'm like, holy shit, I'm really, really horny because I hadn't had, you know, nothing, had, I, I had to come or anything and I'm horny, but my head's spinning and stuff. So the next thing I know, I'm driving to 7-Eleven and I go in there and I'm talking to the, the girl working there and I said, hey, and she's like looking at me and I think she could see what I had something on under my shirt, you know, that was, so I said, hey, do you mind if I take a picture? I said, my friend wants, you know, just a picture of, She's like, yeah, whatever. She's kind of laughing about it. So I text a picture to him. And right after I text it, he calls and I'm on speaker and I can hear his wife laughing. And she, and he says, hey, that's a good picture. And she's laughing. She's like, I didn't think you'd ever do that. And she's like laughing, but having a good time about it. So I end up, uh, you know, I go home. I kind of digest it for a day or two. And he, then he ends up uh, uh, texting me. I remember I went home and I just went to sleep. I didn't jack off. Not, I was just like, I got to think about this. I don't know where I feel on everything. So then it was like two days later, he texted me and I was home and he's like, hey, give me a call if you can. And I remember I went and I put on uh, like some panties before I called him. I was laying there just in panties. And when I called him, he said, so what do you wear? And I'm like, um, panties. <laughs> he's like, I figured he probably would be. It was like almost like he knew, you know. So we kind of talked, and he's like, "Did you have fun?" And and he was just like smooth again. So then we decided that we were gonna go to to uh, like a lunch. And uh, he said, "We wear an outfit, you know, surprise me with a cool outfit." So here I was digging through like you know my stuff again, trying to find you. Know, what does he want red? Does he think do I want to wear black? And so I'm putting on like garters and hose and everything that was all black this time and i and i wanted to go meet him for lunch i thought this would be fun so we go to lunch and when i get there he's already got a booth and when he stands up we like kind of half you know kind of a man hug kind of a thing it's out in public and then as i go to sit down he goes hold on a minute and he like pushes me into the booth and he puts me like next to him in the booth and then sits down and i was like I just felt like small, you know? mm-hmm. and so we're sitting there, you know, talking. And I'm sitting next to him. It was weird, and the waitress comes over, and she doesn't really think twice about it. And then we order beers, and we're talking, and he's like, "So, what outfit did you wear?" And he was feeling like he touched my, he could feel my thigh, he could feel like the, the clasp for the garter. And I said, "Well, it's not one you haven't seen it." And he said, "Well, I want to see it." And I said, "Okay, you know how?" And he said go to the bathroom and take pictures and text them to me. So I get up and I do that and I text him pictures. And then when I come back, he's got his phone out. He's talking to the waitress and he's got the picture of me standing in the bathroom with my pants down, holding my shirt up with my outfit. And he's got it on his phone that the waitress can see. And she just kind of smiles at me. He gets out of the booth and puts me back down. And, and she's just kind of like, she can see what I was wearing. I mean, the whole thing, it was just, this guy can just make your, your head spin, you know? Wow. So, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, it was, and I should have been mortified, but instead I was like, that's kind of cool. You know, and she was the waitress. She didn't care. 
so I remember we, we had lunch and we just kind of talked and everything. And then that was when he was like, you know, so when do you want to come over again? And I was like, um, you know, hopefully soon. And, uh, uh, he's like, you know, how about, uh, it was like the next day or day after. And I was like, you, you name the time and I'll be there. So I went back and, and then that time I stood there and I talked to his wife first. I was just in street clothes and talked to her and I was like, it's so weird to have her there and she knows that we're going to go downstairs and play. So we're standing there talking, but I was feeling a little more comfortable because they're just so, so smooth and she's like super nice. She's like, uh, you know, hey, good to see you back. And then, you know, cool. And then she's offering me a beer and we're standing there talking and he's in and out of the bedroom and doing stuff. And her, just her and I are talking. And then uh, she said something about, you know, are you going to stay late tonight? I was like, I don't know, you know, whatever, whatever you guys want me to do, you know, what I don't want to in, in, intrude or whatever. And she said, Oh no, you're not intruding. She said, I have a, a friend coming over also. She said, so, you know, it'll just be a fun night. So as we're standing there and I'm still just kind of in regular street clothes. Uh, she said, you know, if you want to go change or whatever, if you need to get a backpack with me and, and <laughs> like, you know, what the hell? So I go in their, their like powder room. And then I had wore, I brought like kind of a, it was kind of a really frilly, uh, there was a lot of pink and white to it. And it was real frilly, you know, panties and, and just like a top and no, no hose or anything, but it was like a, like a nightgown kind of a thing, but it was super, super frilly. And I really liked it. So I came walking out and she walks over and she kind of looks at it and there's like some ruffles on the butt. And she said, oh, he must have told you how much he loves ruffles. And I'm like, no, I, I didn't know that. And she said, oh, fuck, he loves ruffles. You're going to you know. So he comes out and he lifts up the back and he's like, oh, those are beautiful. I like them and everything. So we're standing there talking about the ruffles on my butt. And then here comes somebody just walking in the house. And it's a guy that she's going to hook up with that night. And now all four of us are standing there. And I'm like, just now I'm back to being mortified. I'm like, some dude sees me dressed like this. And the whole thing, it was just like, it was almost like, I can't, you know, I had to kind of calm down again and stuff. So he and I went downstairs and, and we played again and it was just as much fun. And then I remember when we came up, they had obviously done their stuff and everything. And they were watching a movie and my clothes were still in the bathroom in the, the powder room. So I was, kind of still wearing my outfit and they were sitting there watching a movie and we stood there and talked about the movie the guy that she was with i guess he was pretty open-minded he didn't seem to think much of it um so you know off i went and um now since then i've been over there they've had couples there at different times um one time i i ended up they were having a swingers party but I stayed in the basement and he just came down a couple of times and played with me and then went up and did the swinger thing. And nobody else even knew I was down there except for him and her. And that was kind of cool when they were all done. I remember going upstairs and they were kind of telling me about the good and bad of their party. They had different couples over and stuff. And, um, so then since then now, I mean, it's been several months. I've probably, I've played with him quite a few times. And then, uh, like for my birthday, uh, he said for a birthday, you know, he said, I'll do, we're going to do something special. I was like, all right, you know, whatever you want to do. And he invited me over and on my, uh, profile, you know, there's, I list some other things and we, he and I had never even talked about them. And I figured he wasn't into them, but so for my birthday, when I got there, he had actually, uh, ordered online because I know you had like people with diaper fetishes yeah, and he had ordered some diapers online for me. And that was, I was mortified because I had not talked to him about that. I had listed it on there and I even have a picture of me in a diaper in one of my pictures, but we had never talked about it or anything. So for that night, um, it was cool. We ended up, we watched a movie and he put me in a diaper and a t-shirt. And then the three of us just sat there and watched a movie. And I remember uh, she was even just asking questions about it, but she was like, cool about it. She's like, I don't know anything about this. And she's asking and, and he's like i didn't know much about it and i you know started you know finding it and he's like so i ordered these diapers on amazon and and puts me in and everything and then so i ended up i ended up staying the night in their bed with them for my birthday and and 
say I was just in a diaper and a t-shirt and nothing really happened, but it was mm-hmm. just, I remember like laying there in bed and it, it was me next to him. And then she was on the other side and just thinking, this is so fucking bizarre that now I, and I remember holding his hand like half the night and it was just, it was cool. So, so now we, you know, we've, I don't know how many times we've played now and kind of hang out and it's just a bizarre situation. So, I mean, I, the only, it's like my mouth has been open this whole day. It's like, holy fucking shit. This whole story is fascinating from beginning to end. I need to have this couple on my show. I love your angle. <laughs> now I want their angle. I mean, how do you feel now? Like when you look back and you're telling this story and when you hear it, it's even going to be more bizarre to you because you're going to be hearing your story from as a third person. But it's so funny because you were sort of looking at it the whole time as a third person, you know, kind of like moving along, yeah. like subconsciously saying yes, when consciously you were saying like, no fucking way. And like, here you are, you know, on the other side, now, you know, you, you go willingly and you're into it and all that stuff. So how do you feel about, the, like, do you look back and think like, oh, my God, I can't believe I said no to all this guy on guy stuff in the past because I actually really like it? Or, you know, how do you feel about the fact that you crossed the line and did that? Um, at first, you know, I didn't really have any regrets at first because yeah. it was just like, you know, one and done. Yeah. One and done, it's not going to happen again. But it was cool. Um, and then like after like the second or third time, then I was like, all right, what the fuck's wrong with me? And then I started thinking, you know, it's just fun. You know, yeah. I was like, I'm not hurting anybody. They're having fun. Mm-hmm. She's, she's cool. And she's been so cool about it. So, I mean, I've, the, the, all the different things we've done now, um, I don't really, I don't have any regrets, but it's like, not like, um, I don't, I don't, uh, like see a guy now and think, Oh man, I want to do something with that guy. I don't, yeah. I don't even classify myself mm-hmm. as, as even, you know, not, not even remotely by. Yeah. But when I see him, it's like just whatever I can do for him. And there, there's, he made it real clear that there's not a chance I'm ever going to any of their swingers parties. It's like two different, two different groups. Right. And he said, you know, they're going to, nothing gets to happen to her. I'm, I'm his toy is what he said. And, and it's a it's a different feeling. I've I've felt very submissive to female doms a lot of times and had a lot of fun. I've never felt as submissive as I do to him. Just wow. because I think it's there's so many weird there's just so many weird dynamics to it yeah. that I feel more submissive to him. It's f- fucking fascinating. All of it is fascinating. Seriously. It's like a great story. You told it so well. I didn't have to say one word from beginning to middle to end. <laughs> it was great. At one point, you're like, I'm going to make a long story short. I was like, please, no. This is like the greatest. I love everything <laughs> about it. It's really fascinating. It really, really is. I'm sure you're just as fascinated because you just, you never, like, you never thought this would ever happen. I totally get that mentality. Um, and I love it. I love the whole story. I mean, at the end of the year, when I do my, where are they nows? I'd love to know like what's going on with you and this couple. And like I said, like, please, (laughs) if you could get them to call in, I think it would be so interesting. Um, but even with that, without them, your story is fascinating. I think it's even more interesting from your side. Cause a lot of times I would be talking to that couple, right. And they're telling me what they're doing, but to hear it from your side, I think is really great. I I think he kind of groomed you. Okay. Maybe, I don't know what people are going to say. It's such a great episode. (laughs) I so <laughs> thankful that you called in and shared it because I don't feel like I've had anything on quite like this. There's so, I mean, we're at an hour, so I'm going to wrap it up. But there's so many layers to it, though, that we can't get into. But I don't think we need <laughs> to. I just think, like I said, the story from beginning, middle to end, the way you told it was like perfection. And you just don't need me to say anything except thank you so much <laughs> for, call, for calling in, yeah, Robert. I was good. Yeah, I was going to talk to you a long time ago about. I don't know if you're ever interested. You've done a couple of the, the adult baby, you know, yeah. diaper lover kind of things. But I've also I've, I've, uh, one of the doms. You know, one of the scenarios I've done several times is 
I like the adult baby stuff. So I've been to like professional babysitters and there, there are women who, you know, will do the whole, whole thing, you know, at a, at a cost of nursery set up and all that. I don't think you've had anything like that. And I'd be happy to kind of tell you all about that too, which is maybe something that would interest you, which is a whole nother dynamic. Yeah, totally. For sure. We'll talk about that off air. Right now, this fucking stands alone. I love it. But anyway, thank you so much, uh, Robert, for calling in and sharing yeah, your story. Thank you. it's, it was perfect. Okay. Thank right. you. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics, and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests, as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictlyanonymouspodcast. That's patreon.com slash strictlyanonymouspodcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.